Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into Benzinga's daily Stocks to Watch podcast, the place where you can get at least a handful of trading ideas every single trading day to start your day. I'm excited for the Memorial Day weekend. A reminder, we've been given the reminder so far a bunch this week on the podcast. The U.S. stock market will be closed on Monday for the Memorial Day holiday. We got you a good list before a long weekend. Today is Friday, May 26, 2023. Mike O'Connor, how is your morning? How excited are you for a long weekend, sir? Very excited. I'm this is uh this I feel like it snuck up on me. I know and a lot of yeah. other people, a lot of people I've talked to are like, oh my gosh, it's Memorial Day already. I I totally yeah. So it's been a it, I like when the holidays are sneaky when uh, when you don't necessarily Make expect up on it. You. I think it's yeah. uh, it's nice to have a it's like getting a package in the mail that you weren't expecting, you know. <laughs> Agreed. I hope to all our listeners and watchers that you have some fun or relaxing Memorial Day holiday weekend plans if you're in the united states if you're not in the united states but you are a u.s trader hey a little bonus here you get next week uh, yet next monday off to have a nice long weekend get your recharge get you back in here next week ready to trade a little uh personnel note i am going to be out next week on a little extended memorial day vacation i will miss mike and asley i'll miss all the fans out there but i'm sure we'll We'll continue getting you some good training ideas next week. And I'll be back in a couple weeks, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Like I said, I think we got a good list here to leave you with on a Friday before a long weekend. What's that? Just in the background, I'm hearing somebody starting up their lawnmower. They're getting started early on cutting the grass here in Detroit ahead of the weekend. <laughs> we're going to start with a quick preview of the list, and then we're going to jump into each of these names a little bit further, get you a little further depth of information here. Our first stock for the day is PDD Holdings. It's ticker PDD. This is formerly Pinduo Duo. Stock to watch two is Ford, ticker F. Number three is Broadcom, ticker AVGO. Stock to watch four is Chewy C H W Y, and our last stock for the day, commonly taking up the place in our last stock to watch for the day, is a momentum name that is the case here today. Black box stocks ticker BLBX is our last stock for the day for the week. Mike, what's going on at the top of our list in PDD? Yeah, top of the list. First stocks to watch is PDD Holdings, ticker PDD. Nice and easy to remember. And this was Pinduoduo. They changed the name, formerly known as. So if you recognize that name from the Chinese <clears throat> e-commerce sector, you are yeah. correct. Up about 15% in pre-market action following some better than expected quarterly results. A little bit down by a small bit, just under 15% on the day so far after open now. Uh, but still, still right up there near that mark. Um, yep. And they're an e-commerce platform focused on serving people in the rural sections of China. So not mm -hmm. necessarily the big cities, maybe not as directly competing with Alibaba, kind of the giant of e-commerce in China, especially for last mile delivery in the urban centers. But Pinduoduo PDD, uh, more of the player in the rural areas, which still has a huge number of people. I believe there are more people who live in the rural areas in China than all of the population of the United States. 
Yeah, right. And and so you're right there, Mike. So and it's and it's good to think about perspective in that way. Um, Pinduo Duo PDD is more focused on like agricultural stuff with their e-commerce offerings. So let's think about this. If we have, you know, over a billion people that live in China, there are about 520 million people that live in urban China. There's about 490 million people that live in rural areas in China. So the majority of people in China do live in urban areas, but it's not a large majority. If we do the quick math, you know, it's about 47, 48% of people in China do end up living in rural areas. Mike and I were talking about this one before we started recording here this morning. And like, we didn't realize that there was such a nuance here. If you're looking for a way, excuse me, to gain some kind of niche exposure to something like rural China, here's a really good way to do it. And the, the fact that we went out and sort of found this nuance This is something that you want to be using in your trading and investing strategies, ladies and gentlemen. You can find exposure to something very specific if you kind of put in the work and do some of the research. I definitely think it's something that is smart to have in your research strategy. Our second stock for the day is Ford, ticker F, a report like kind of early-ish afternoon yesterday from uh, Electric, which is an electric vehicle sort of like fan publication. Uh, The report suggested that Ford will add Tesla's plug to its electric vehicles. I think this surprised a lot of people. I saw some of my investor friends and some of my just kind of like techie friends who were kind of talking about this and were kind of surprised. Mike, when we were going over the list here before we started recording, you were kind of surprised that Ford was doing this move. And, you know, while there was some surprise and I think a little bit of optimism around Ford, you know, Ford shares didn't really move on this this report. I don't think they would move necessarily. What are your thoughts here? Uh, You know, I guess kind of why were you surprised a little bit, Mike? It's funny because for me, I think this is a big a big win for Tesla, especially if they can if they can get more of the big automakers to adapt I, we were a little behind the scenes. I was like, this could almost be a, an AWS situation where where I expect an analyst report to come out looking at what would be the revenue and the profit for Tesla if they actually, if their charging system becomes kind of the industry standard and everyone starts switching. I feel like Tesla could really stand to have an impressive revenue and profit generating model just because they have so many charging stations. Their charging stations are optimized for very rapid charging. So it's it's a benefit to the big automakers. If they can adapt, then their cars automatically are going to be charging faster and Tesla gets a lot of revenue theoretically. So 100%. I think this is a very, very uh, nice news item for Tesla. I like the kind of like theory crafting that you're doing here. I think it's an it's an intriguing question. And in my opinion, it gets you to a potential trading idea somewhere down the line. I think that, you know, um, the the hurdle that we've been approaching in the electric vehicle market hasn't been the manufacturing of electric vehicles. We're really getting down some standardization as far as the manufacturer go manufacturers go here, the charging network has been the hurdle that we've really been approaching. If we've been, you know, if if we continue at the pace of charging network adoption that we've been going at, a a robust charging network for our electric vehicle 
cars in the United States is at least 10 years away. If we can start smoothing out, if man, auto manufacturers or you know uh, uh, electric electric companies can start smoothing out the 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 infrastructure for charging, this is going to advance the industry forward quite a bit. And I like how you're thinking uh, about this as a potential opportunity for Tesla, Mike. Stock to watch number three is Broadcom. Ticker AVGO. Got to say, I'm not a fan of the ticker. It's a very different. <laughs> well, I, don't have, so, I don't have deeper context, but all deep, of the other tickers are pretty close to their uh, to their names. So this is this is, this is I, I real quick. I like that you said something, Mike. I, I kind of <laughs> figured you would, you would say something. You love your you love your tickers, nice and easy, or kind of fun. So this happens every once in a while. Uh, there's a couple other, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but over the years, there've been a couple other companies and tickers like this, uh, Avago, a ticker, a V G O bought Broadcom a few years ago, ticker B R C M. And apparently it was Avago, Avago's demand. We'll do this deal with you. We'll pay you a bunch of money, but you got to keep our ticker. That is wild. <laughs> wow. It happens. Wow. It, ha- it happens every that once in a while. Wild. So sometimes would... if you look and you see a ticker where you're like, what in the heck is going on here? Maybe there's some M&A in the background. And it's just kind of fun to dig into. You, you use, you know, these kind of moments. Um, you use these kind of moments, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have an idea here later in the podcast where you just, you know, stumble onto a mover or kind of something interesting and you use it as an idea to go do some more research and you learn a lot that way, uh, you know, kind of kind of adapting your research strategy. And this is one of those, I mean, this has directly affected the markets multiple times. I remember um, at least a few times seeing stocks that were one letter off and we're going crazy. Oh, yeah. but it was actually You're the right. other company that like You're multiple right. times I've seen that. And I, I'm a big fan of behavioral economics and psychology. So what is the psychology behind all of these tickers? How do people perceive them if they're different and everything? So I just, I love stuff like this. <laughs> I'm, go, but going into Broadcom, going actually into Stock to Watch number three, this is a company in the semiconductor space and they're going to be reporting their quarterly results on Thursday of next week. Not a super well-known semiconductor company necessarily, even though it is a big yeah. one, NVIDIA, obviously catching the huge news over the last couple of days from an absolutely monstrous move. Uh, but that could be a very good sympathy play to take a look at what are the companies that maybe aren't getting all of the eyeballs right now. Yeah, absolutely. And we did just have earnings out of a technology, uh, a network company, Marvell, last night, I think. And shares are up about 24% here. Marvell and, and Broadcom are different types of companies, but they are both in like the like semiconductor networking space. So, you know, it's, it's always smart to look around an industry, see what companies have recently reported and potentially use those as an indication. Maybe you, you use Marvell's results. Maybe you use the results from NVIDIA a couple of days ago here for a play like Broad, Broadcom next week and a segue here into our fourth stock to watch which is chewy chwy also a heads up on earnings here the company is going to be reporting their quarterly results on wednesday after market close next week this is of course a retailer for pet products and pet services 
sawn analysts here this morning doing what Mike and I do a lot on the podcast and not to give us credit necessarily. We get this idea from the analysts most of the time, but uh, an analyst here this morning was using recent results out of another peer in this pet products space, Petco, which is ticker woof. They recently had results earlier this week, I think. And uh, they were sort of going like, what do Petco's results mean for Chewy next week? I want to pull up the note here really quickly. This was a note from Needham here this morning, highlighting some takeaways, four takeaways from the Petco earnings uh, that could imply some kind of indication for Chewy. They noted one deceleration in March and April continues into May although May is still positive. They noted that number two, hard goods remain sluggish. They noted number three, that net ads disappointed, net advertising disappointed. And they also noted number four, that the NSPAC continues to be strong. Ooh, one more I forgot here. Uh, promotional activity is viewed as rational and largely similar, similar to the fourth quarter. Promotional activity can be viewed negatively by investors a lot of times trying to, you know, you know, sort of spend money to promote, highlight things that maybe they're having trouble getting off of the shelves. In this case, Needham thought that the results from Petco indicated promotional activity is kind of viewed as like sensical, like this makes sense that they're doing this. Maybe not necessarily a bad sign here for Petco and Chewy. It's interesting. We've talked about these two uh, at least a number of times in the last month, I think. I, I I can remember we've talked a lot about Woof and uh, and Chewy tickers, and it seems like the, the the consensus has been shifting over the last few months between you know there's still some optimism on all of the pet focus of COVID, people are at home and everything, kind of the mid long long term trends, and there was a little bit of a little bit of shakiness, a little bit of volatility, a little bit more optimism. Now we're back again, so I think it's this could be one of those sectors that there's genuinely enough uncertainty um, where, you know, maybe we don't, we don't really have a specific idea of what's going to happen next, which I kind of, I like seeing um, I personally, anecdotally in my trading strategies, I like to be looking at and digging more into sectors like this, where maybe things are kind of back and forth. Um, why, why is that Mike? Why I think do you, why are, you prefer that? I think the places where there's not necessarily an acknowledged consensus, because um, there's a consensus, maybe you go contrary and maybe you say, okay, I think something is going to happen different. And maybe that's where you have some, some big gains. But I think the places where there's a consensus gap, where there's, there's kind of just things floating around and ideas, no one's quite sure. Um, I think sometimes it might not be as big of a gain if you get it right compared to like a completely contrarian play. But I yeah. think there's less risk, too. I think some of the places where there's just not a lot of information that's commonly looked at, I think you can dig in and you can glean some insights of that usually are, are pretty good, at least from my experience. Mike, I don't know, man. I don't know where you came from, but you're you're good, man. You, you get it. You, you're good at this stuff, man. You you get it. Uh, you, you get a lot of the psychology and you you turn it into intriguing ideas, man. Love it. Thank it's you. great. Thank you. Dude, I, I love I love talking about it like this. This is such a, a fun. I hope hopefully someone got an insight from that. That uh, I did. Awesome. awesome. At least I did. At least you got at least one fan here. 
All right. All right. I'm a, I'm a big Brenty fan too. So it is, the feeling is definitely mutual. <laughs> Stock to watch number five is Black Box Stocks, ticker BLBX. That's an interesting name. No spaces, no nothing. It's just one word. Uh, this is our momentum du jour name. And the stock was up 12%. Seemingly no news back down a bit. So we've seen a, a bit of profit taking from the momentum crowd today, but very low flow with only about 2 million shares in its float. Uh, the company is essentially a, quote, financial technology and social media hybrid platform offering real-time proprietary analytics and news for stock and options traders of all levels. So seemingly a kind of a, you know news, but also social media. So maybe the maybe users are sharing stock picks and things of that like, but an interesting little pop this morning and then back down a bit. This was an interesting one. I like, I've, I've seen the stock. I've seen the company come across my radar a few times before. And I like sort of understood that they were a, a FinTech company, but I guess I forgot. And, you know, I, I, this was one where I was looking for price action. I was using my movers tool on Benzinga pro this morning here. And this was a top mover in the pre-market session at up about 12%. And I like went to look to see if there was news. There wasn't news. I went and read the description of the company. I was like, oh yeah, this company is kind of like, you know, a financial technology company that is providing news and analysis for traders. Obviously being in this industry, this is something, you know, intriguing as potential use case for traders and investors, but also again, another like niche way to get some exposure to something for whatever reason. I don't know the reason in the future, ladies and gentlemen, but maybe there'll be a news item where you're like, oh my gosh, I need to have exposure to like a news, a new, I need to have publicly traded exposure to a news platform and just doing a little bit of research in the morning or after hours, maybe looking at some movers, maybe looking at trending tickers around trading communities is a good way that you can find more opportunities to go and do some research. And that's that's really like a big theme for the Stocks Watch podcast is, you know, identifying new opportunities where we're going to give you a little tip. We're going to give you just a little bit of the iceberg. You know, you're going to get a lot more value out of going and doing some research on your own and really kind of like understanding a lot of these companies and tickers and themes. <clears throat> All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up here for the Stocks Watch podcast by Benzinga. This week, again, the U.S. stock market is closed on Monday of next week. I hope everyone has an absolutely wonderful Memorial Day holiday weekend. We'll be back next week, ladies and gentlemen, with more trading ideas to get your morning started. Have a great weekend again, everyone. Good luck out there today. Happy Memorial Day, everybody, and I'll be catching you on Tuesday. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. 
All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.